Hi there. Welcome to Town Hall Overwatch, your weekly podcast for all your news, esports, and more. Hello, everyone, and welcome to episode number 16 of Town Hall Overwatch. Yes, this is still a show. We've had a few weeks off due to just the chaos of everyone's lives, moving around, doing things, but that's a good thing in the end. I'm Solid Jake, joined here this week. We've got the whole panel, Ask Joshy, Spo, and Unctious joining us once again. Unctious, are you the first repeat guest on the show? I think you might be. I, yeah, I mean, this is the second time. If you haven't had any other ones, then, uh, then that would be it. I'm glad to be here a second time, Jake. I'm glad I like to it. have you. Well, we've got a lot to talk about. We're going in for basically Gamescom's going down. It's been a few weeks, so we've got to talk about the, the Overwatch World Cup a bit later in the show. We're going through all the updates happening at Gamescom. And then, of course, esports coverage and season two news they've they've put that on the ptr and well let's just get into it but before actually you know before we get there let's pump the brakes let's see what's up with with the crew joshy what's what's happening in your life man um just a lot of travel basically this month i went to london for uh, 11 days earlier in the month and cast for face it and e-league along with uh, tempo zp and jorasar and uh, machine over being borrowed from esl and uh, it was a lot of fun Um, basically i had never been to london before got to travel around there a bit uh this is my first international casting gig so that was really cool thanks face it for the opportunity and then uh this past weekend i was in las vegas for four days for a friend's 30th birthday and basically undid all the good things i did in london by drinking too much and eating too much and spending too much (laughs) and then uh i'll be going back to london on monday for the playoffs for face it so pretty exciting um haven't been able to do a lot with my own twitch and youtube in all this time but having a lot of fun uh anyway (laughs) is the food as bad as they say in london uh yeah it's i mean there's no there's when you think like english cuisine it's not like anything out of the ordinary like if you think american food burgers fries hot dogs pizza whatever London is fish and chips, like various meats, meat pies, um, blood pudding, like just all the garbage parts of the animal. Uh, (laughs) Yeah, haggis, like sheep guts, all that stuff. But they have, I mean, they have Italian places and and Chinese takeaway. And and Indian food is actually quite good in uh, England. So everything uh, everything I had tasted totally fine. It's just I think you can't go there with super high I don't think expectations. I've ever I don't think I've ever looked at a menu, seen something like blood pudding, and go, right. oh, yeah, that's, I'll have that. I'll take that. Exactly. Yeah, <laughs> it was, did not look too appetizing. Uh, all their bread is sugarless. Like in America, you don't realize this. Every like hamburger bun and like white bread and all that is very, very treated artificially. Uh, bread in the UK is just straight out of the freaking ground, wheat and um, all that stuff. So it's like rock hard and tasteless and yeah basically uh nothing native was too appetizing but they did (laughs) cook everything else fine (laughs) do you have any cardboard to put on this sandwich that might be (laughs) 
maybe next time well, I'll get some cardboard. Good to know. Yeah. I, I look forward to it. Is it bad that I'm more intrigued and almost want to go there even more now just to experience the filth? Sure. Yeah, go do it. I'm sure. I mean, they have a fond appreciation of it. And English uh, breakfast is actually quite good. They just cover all the bases. So breakfast A+. plus. <laughs> awesome, awesome. Well, Spo. You're no longer in a, a dark basement with a, a beautiful mirror on the wall. What's, That's true. What's happened? I can't see myself anymore. There's no more mirror. This is oh. terrible. I know. But now that I'm in California, I made the very three-hour, three-hour, three-day drive, rather. <laughs> all, all my stuff all over the, uh, the United States, and now I'm in California. It's, it's beautiful here, but unnecessarily hot. Um, it's a lot different than what I'm used to, but it was kind of cool to see all the scenery change over time. I posted a bunch of the pictures on my Twitter while I was going, so kept a little bit of a record. There are a few missing for some reason. Won't let me post them, but I don't know. It's kind of cool. Um, other than that, yeah, just got moved in a couple of weeks ago. I'm living with one of my teammates now, uh, so we've got like a kind of a half team house, I guess, going. So that's it's, cool. Uh, yeah, it's it's pretty interesting. So, so you're like, you're committed. You're you're full time esports now, huh? Oh uh, yeah, we're getting there. <laughs> that's awesome. Bit by bit. Well, that's good to hear. Well, Unctious, like we said, welcome back to the show. You Thanks. you're you're kind of like in this state of perpetual Hanzo rage right now, as far as I understand it. I can't fucking handle it, dude. Like it's like and I. I didn't even want the guy in the game. Like, I was saying in beta and then in release, I was like, this is garbage. This this character is not fun to play with. He's not fun to play as or against. I don't like it at all. And uh, and so he's back in action. But his pectorals um, are so nice. That's true. I guess he's some eye candy. Why don't we just get, like, Hanzo wallpaper so we don't need to play with him but can, like, look at him at any time. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I'd be down uh, for that yeah. life. But yeah, beyond that, it's been hot as balls here, Jake. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I don't know if it's SoCal level, but it's been it's been bad. Um, Disgusting. It's like swimming. I walk out and I'm just swimming toward my towards my car, and I get in and I'm drowning in my car in the hot hot water. Disgusting humidity, uh, but uh, yeah. I mean, the heat here. You get in the car and you burn your flesh off on the steering wheel and seatbelt. <laughs> my so. AC doesn't work. The AC huh? in my car doesn't work. Why? It's awful. <laughs> I mean, I, I always laugh at people that have, like, leather in their interior because all that's going to do is just further just destroy your flesh if you touch anything because I don't know if you've ever sat in a leather car in the summer, but it is not a pleasant experience. Mm-hmm. You know, it, it's funny that you bring up the heat, though, because I just got back from Manhattan. I, I was working a promotional event. It was It was literally, like, commentary level like challenge difficulty brutal like it was the hardest thing ever because <laughs> this was a promotional event it was actually a really cool event overall they it was for Hewlett Packard they have a new line of computers called Omen and they were promoting basically their new gear and um I was brought on to cast a Heroes tournament so they flew out like Raynad they flew out well Future Man Gaming's local they flew out Soma Kitty Plays and then Voiboy and that was a team of Twitch streamers that were playing a Heroes game and some of them had never even played Heroes before. Like, they didn't know what they were doing at all. And they were playing against local teams. The thing is, they also had free open bar. They had a live DJ. 
There was music blaring. There were people just everywhere drinking. And the production crew had never run an esports event. So what ended up happening, and you'll notice wow. my voice is, is shot right now, that I had a handheld mic. I had no headset. I couldn't hear game sound. I couldn't hear my co-caster next to me. And I'm yelling into this handheld just so that I can hear myself for three hours straight with no break where just like random ass heroes games. So... It was like I had no communication with the the producer was like making all these hand signals. He went like this at one point. And I'm like, what does that mean? <laughs> stretch. And, stretch well, I, I get it now. But when you're like, uh, so I just threw the commercial. I was just Does anybody like, have any string? <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm seriously. I thought he was like, do you want pizza? I'm like, yeah, let's yeah, go to commercial. Like <laughs> but oh, my goodness. My throat is, is bodied because of that. And it was uh, it was an interesting event. But let me tell you. The, the the last variable in that event was there was the the venue basically didn't have air conditioning so I'm sitting there on camera with no makeup artist typically when we commentate we have makeup artists and the ven I was just sweating my butt off to the point where well it was it was ridiculous but it was a really fun event and the, their their actual their gear is actually really good like uh, they have full blown desktops that was they were, where was this at it was in New York it was in, oh. in Brooklyn actually. So I was just there. And then I cast a Minecraft tournament this weekend. Um, <laughs> a Minecraft tournament? Yeah, that's right up his alley. <laughs> I, I, had, I had never played Minecraft before. And um, I mean, long story short, round one was creativity. Round two, if you advanced, they like judged you and you would move on, uh, was parkour. So you had to do an obstacle course. Ooh. And then round three <laughs> was like survival mode. So I've had... A crazy couple of weeks myself uh not going to london that's definitely exciting it's and not moving that's also very exciting but i've been keeping busy guys and well now we're finally going to be catching up with all the overwatch news starting with eichenwald uh eichenwald eichenwald is it german sure, man. it sounds german. i don't know i have no I'm, idea i'm sure it's german but we're american so like, I, I feel like you need to like, say, the, say the E at the end. Like, remember so so Sokka, Sake from StarCraft? Yeah. Sokka, he's German, right? Yeah. They yeah. always say the E at the end? Oh. Mm -hmm. That's true. But, yeah, I'm hoping it'll just be in the game and say, welcome to blah, and then we'll just have it forever. We'll just know. Similar to, like, yeah, like Numbani. You just see it or hear it the first Numbani. time in the game, and you get it. Yeah, Numbani. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so... You know, this is obviously was was featured in the Bastion short. If you guys didn't see it, they showed it kind of in the, the background, which was pretty cool. Um, it's basically what does it mean? Oakwood is that what we looked up? It, yeah, I yeah. think it's Oakwood. That's yeah. the literal translation. So it's uh, looks like just a German town that's been abandoned in the middle of a forest, um, and it's beautiful. It's like Dude, I'm so stoked. Honestly, of all the maps in the game. This might be my number one. I actually really like Volskaya because I think the mechs in the background is really cool. But uh, this is this is cool, and it's it's another assault map. Uh, how do you guys feel about that? Well, it's uh, it's actually payload into assault. So oh, it's yeah. the reverse of Hollywood, Kings Row, and Bonnie, mm. oh, where wait. you start with a payload, push it, presumably two checkpoints, and then it turns into a capture. So I think it's oh, you knock get, the door the down. Ram. Yeah, you get the battering ram to the door, you knock the door down, and then the last phase is you probably spawn in that bar area and try to make it to the uh, throne room there that you see showing now. Dude, that is so fun. That sounds so sick. And like I was saying earlier, like this is like the the stuff of my dreams. Like what I love about Blizzard's maps, especially in this game, is that like 
they, they do such a good job with one atmosphere and two, they do really cool stuff with scale. Like, just like you said, just like Jake said, the, the, the mechs in the background on Volskaya are awesome. They like, they give you a, such a sense of like how small you are in comparison to like what's going on in the world. And I think the same thing is happening here. Like you, you see like the giant castle in the background. It's huge. It's towering over you. Like, I love that. I think that that's, that's the coolest thing about, about this map design. Yeah. I mean, oh, there's a game gameplay video of the map somewhere apparently really yeah maybe we should uh, investigate that <laughs> i'm on it all right but is um, that, uh, is that like, like an official blizzard one or is that one that's done by another streamer gamescom from it says gamescom oh, uh, that's probably it's, yeah. it's on the ign channel 17 minutes of unadulterated overwatch icon wall to action can you uh, link that in skype yeah i got you we're just going to watch that and postpone the show. I'll just poke around. Minutes. Just poke around. Yeah. <laughs> 17 minutes is uh, a bit Okay, mush. so. Oh, they say it at the beginning. Yeah, Home Muffin is saying that you secure point A and then push in. So it would be just like um, Hollywood, Kings Row, and Numbani. Actually, so you can probably turn the video off. There's a Hanzo here. in yeah. there. You could probably, There's a Hanzo. <laughs> you could probably just get rid of it. It's not good. <laughs> you hate Hanzo so much. <laughs> yeah, look at that. I have a Hanzo fan art rule. I'll only retweet Hanzo fan art if he's hurt or embarrassed. God, you guys are so mean. <laughs> I like Hanzo. He's a, he's a cool dude, and he shoots logs, and I like shooting logs. Mm. Yeah, it looks like you do have to capture point A first. Okay. Still, it's a beautiful map. It's really pretty. This video is actually like, awesome. I'm I'm like looking just at the the terrain, and it feels like there's more verticality than a lot of the maps, just because like the, the the gradual slope and then just all the buildings. Yeah, when that soldier just got his day rocked. <laughs> yeah, he just got rocked. <laughs> He's done. Oh, this is on console. I can't watch this. I saw a triangle. Oh, is that what this is? Oh, I was God. like, something's oh, weird here. It's console. Nope. That's... You can tell from the graphics Dolphin. right away too. Yeah, well, that something's off. <laughs> nope, we're done with that. I, I take it all a very back. pretty map, though. What a yeah, what a garbage video. <laughs> <laughs> so, okay, well, Eichenwald is uh, definitely a cool idea. Based on what we've seen, it's going to be hard to speculate. I don't know if it's going to be enough to um, really just mix up compositions to an extreme level. Are you guys at all surprised that this is all they've shown at Gamescom or with BlizzCon around the corner, is this kind of as much as we ex expected? Because I was personally thinking Sombra was like uh, a guaranteed at Gamescom myself. Hmm. Eh. It depends what this AR crap is about, whether it is actually a character release or if it's just some further lore exploration. Hmm. Like, I mean, we did this Anna. So there's just that. The Bastion movie comes out today. It already too. came out. Or is it already out? God. We watched out? it. It's already out. Uh, I'll, have to, I'll have to watch it then. It's, it's the best Disney <laughs> movie. I may or may not have woken up like a little less than an hour ago. <laughs> oh, weird. <laughs> California does that to you, man. Yeah. <laughs> no, it's, Wait, it's really well done. It's really well done. Um, and I don't know. I, 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 maybe it's just because of like, I'm, I'm, I'm actually a little surprised with how much content they have for heroes at this event. And like, even even Cardstone, I mean, they they announced some good stuff. Um, they announced some good stuff for WoW, like the return to Karazhan. And to just get a map, like, maybe maybe it's just because they've been releasing stuff so continuously since the game's so new that it's not like a surge of content, which makes sense. 
but I want Songbird yeah, knowledge. I think they don't they don't ever want to release more than one thing at a time, um, based on just what we heard from uh, Genji, Diva, and May all being released at one time. Oh, from and Hollywood. last year. Yeah, they were like it was just too much at once. That's um, right. So I think they want to. Yeah, they're just going to do one character, one map, one character, one map, or you know, whatever cadence they can, but one at a time. I think for sure. Mm. It's really good for balance too. Gives them time to like actually gather exactly. data about every little thing. That's like true. it's and spreading them out's not bad. Keeping people interested that way is like awesome. Like if you get too much content all at once, it's like I think it's just a good call. And also, like, can you imagine if at, at BlizzCon they, like, didn't announce barely anything because they, they showed it all at Gamescom? Or, at, yeah, at Gamescom. Can you, like, can you imagine that? And everyone's going to, everyone tuning into BlizzCon is waiting for some massive announcement, and they're just like, yeah, that's all we got. Sorry, guys. Like, that wouldn't go well for them. So, makes sense. We did get the Olympic Games thing, too. The that's, Lucio Ball. Yeah. Lucio Ball is so fun. <laughs> like, I'm not someone great that... There. Go ahead. I'll go ahead. I, I have to show you guys this Reinhardt mm-hmm. skin that was announced. Oh, as I already well. have it. Oh, out. dude, yeah. that thing is pretty dope. Look at this. <laughs> it's so cool. Like, he's a Viking god. Yeah, it's <laughs> pretty dope. That there you go, well, the uh, golden hammer, too. Yeah, I mean, his hammer's already got gold on it. That is, it, but... if you didn't already purchase the golden Winston gun. I mean, let's be honest here. <laughs> <laughs> I, bu- I bought the Reaper shotguns myself. Yeah. My teammates, most of my teammates got things like uh, the Golden Winston gun, the uh, Golden Hanzo bow. You know, anything that really triggers the opponents, yeah, like the trolliest. I'm getting, yeah, I'm getting the Hanzo bow. Those are, those I, are the troll picks. I've been debating, but I'm, I'm settled on it. What did you guys place, by the way, at the end of season one? Uh, it's just sixty-five, enough to get the free gun. Yeah. Spo, how'd you do? Uh, yeah, I got eighty-one. So nice. Uh, so easy. icon. Pretty cool. I think I was at I was at fifty seven at the end of it. I didn't get to play too much in the past few weeks. Not not no Johns. No, no Johns. Johns. <laughs> Same boat for me. I haven't played in three weeks, but I landed at sixty. I'm content with that. Um, but I'm going to be shooting for uh, probably diamond at least for the next season, as it's all going to be changing, and we can actually talk about the basically the changes to the season. So uh, season one, obviously, you know, people weren't exactly in love with it. There was they've made some adjustments throughout the season. Uh, but going into season two, they've, well, they've given us the full breakdown. So let me pull that up. And, um, how do you guys feel about it overall? You think that the, let's just talk about the ranking going from instead of one to 100 to one to 5,000, where there's no more halfway through this level. It's no, you go incremental up. It's going to be a guaranteed number change when you win or lose a game. Um, do you think that's a... Uh, a, a change that's going to be better for the the masses, just because like you have a true number. Um, I, go ahead, Joshy. I I think it's almost the same. Like the divisions don't matter to me. It really it could be one to a hundred, one to five thousand, whatever it is. Uh, but they changed it obviously um, to accommodate more people, and I think to provide a clearer picture of who is above who in in that regard because like you could say 1600 is very clearly better than 1500 if you wanted to whereas those guys would both be you know rank 40 or whatever uh in skill rating but it does provide a little bit more delineation i don't know that gaining like 
num a number of points rather than number of ticks on a bar makes a big difference to me because the really all you're worried about is your goal and getting better than what you're at already. I guess divisions, not being able to fall out of a division feels better for players who are constantly losing rank, but I don't feel like that many players are going to be losing rank. They're going to be placing into whatever division they're in. They're going to move slightly up or down over the course of a season, but I, I still don't feel like people are going to be making leaps and bounds or it doesn't it doesn't really matter where what the divisions look like if you're not venturing too far from where um, you land. I kind of think it's like pretty lame that you can't get out of a division. Like it, it's just like a waterline mark for your for uh, was it bronze through up to diamond. You can't you can't fall out of it. Right. Um, which is like it, that's mind blowing to me because I can already hear people like saying I'm a I'm a platinum player. Meanwhile, they got like carried to platinum somehow, and then they've like as they've played their, themselves, they've gone back to like silver. They're like, no, look at my division. And it's like, dude, like you need to understand, like you're you're bad. Like you're you're bad. I'm sorry. <laughs> I think it's important for them to know Embrace that they it. intend to get better. Yeah, but it's but also like in general, like I think it's okay. Like like Joshy Joshy was saying, it's it's a psychological change more than anything. And I think that it actually provides more volatility, and it's going to be worse off for some players really? because if you if you lose a game and you go down three ranks, you're like, wow, that kind of sucks. Because it's no longer, you know, like, I think I think the way that they are doing it now is more true to, like, skill level. In that yeah. it takes a couple of games, like, you're saying, I'm a 54, for instance. And then you're, you lose two games, and you could still be a 54, which is actually probably more likely what your skill level is. And that it, like, in, in StarCraft, for instance, they try to do this thing where they flatten out your curves. Because, obviously, the way it looks on a graph, you have, like, a win-loss graph, and it's really jagged because it's just set data points. Whereas with this, you can kind of just see a broad trend as opposed to the one through five thousand, which is like now you're four ranks lower because you lost a game. It doesn't mean anything. It's just well, I mean, it's you're going to be like kind of sitting game. into that, like the, you're going to be able to say, "I'm a diamond player. I'm a platinum player. I'm yeah, a silver cool. player." And I think there's a nice there's a nice benefit to that just because it's like it's it's finally becoming universal. Like I was I was annoyed that Heroes took so long to to pick that up, right? But now Heroes is basically conform to what star two had for the ranking in terms of like the breakdown because i love the star two system it's just i was familiar with it it made sense to me and i think yep. it's like you just say to someone i'm gold i'm platinum whatever and, and now that you, overwatch is now doing it as well it just creates this beautiful uniform like ecosystem for their their competitive games sure cardstone's different it's a different type of game though um uh, it's not a well, it's definitely an eSport, but it's a different kind of eSport. <laughs> I look at Cardstone as different for whatever reason. Say that. It's much better than the first system that they had where the, the names were like Advanced Master and Expert. It's oh, like, God. Wait, what, what's the difference here? Like, yeah, that was very awful. confusing. Why? And everyone's like, why isn't it just bronze, gold, silver, you know, so on and so forth? It's like they... Uh, like to try to reinvent things and then eventually they say yeah no it kind of sucks let's just go back to the old system <laughs> which i do applaud them for trying it's just uh yeah sometimes sometimes the old is just the older ways are or the ones that are sitting so are just better really i love that they're doing the decay thing though they're they're if you don't play for a week in grandmaster yeah. master diamond you decay by 50 points every day i think yep. 25 points every day yeah, and also they're changing it so you can't queue with people roughly 10 skill rating higher or lower than you. So you won't see 70s with 40s anymore. Yeah, it's it happened awesome. all the time. And it's very frustrating to have like a 75 and a 50 on this, on your team. Well, uh, like, yeah. I mean, no more the, boosting, the boosting is, is silly. Yeah. Am I the only one without a Smurf account? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, 
I'm I made an alt account for totally different reasons. Just my friends. I know many people have like yeah. I know many people have like three, four, plus Smurf accounts just playing on the malts. Maybe 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 they're outliers. I don't know. Yeah, nobody wants to tank their main rating either. But I guess that was like that. People are trying to get top 500 this season now. I guess it won't. I guess it didn't really matter though, because once you hit it, you locked in the rewards. Um, which I'm very curious actually about season two. Like, if you play, let's say you go on a super fast win streak. I know there's a minimum amount of games now for top 500. But if you get in top 500 in your first 50 games, you're done for the season. I guess like, can you you just play a game every once in a while? But it's locked in, as far as I know. Hmm. And then people just play on their alts after that to get more goodies, I guess. Well, and play with yeah. friends, try and get them their goodies. I'm, I'm That's really thing too, yeah. interested as to why they changed the the competitive point thing. That seems arbitrary uh, for draws. For yeah, ties. Uh... Because ten now instead of one point for a win, it's going to be ten points for a win and three points for a draw. So they're considering it would be like in the old system getting point three points. For a draw, well, that just makes sense, that. right? Yeah. Well, right. it's actually it's actually great too because you want the progression, right? Like, there's nothing more frustrating than getting locked in a draw and then being like, "Wow, that was an hour that I didn't." Well, not an hour, but you know, that was 25 minutes that I spent. Well, if you're on two CP, <laughs> well, but the <laughs> the worst is though, like sudden death. At least you had a clear winner and a loser. If you draw over and over and over, I could see that being very <laughs> annoying. <laughs> I was I was also wondering, do they did they they didn't address it in here? But if an underdog manages to pull out a draw, shouldn't that be like a win for them like isn't that like you've held your own against a team that's better than you like i like if, if you you're the underdog stock, no. if you're the underdog and you draw, draw shouldn't that be like four or five competitive points or something like not a bad suggestion makes sense logically yeah jake's jake's looking at me with that that's i, I mean i i get I it i get it but that's it's still <laughs> like it's still a draw you didn't win right you held your own you get the points for the draw it's still more points than you would have gotten if you lost you put you put like me or you up against Magnus Carlsen in a chess game, and we draw in that. Like, that's hella good. That's like hella hella. And good. I'll be happy with my three points. <laughs> right, and he only gets three points, so you can rest easy knowing that. So I just denied Magnus this guy that deserved ten. Yeah, it's like seven points. I just denied those. <laughs> those other exactly. So because the way that you're saying it is that if you're like even you're you're one tick lower you're you're unfavored by like a super super small margin and you if, if say that there's 10 points at stake and you want to split it up four six or something let's just say that's the theory yeah sure um but it's just like they just happen to be you know 50 points higher than us so therefore when we draw we get more points than that. I, don't, I don't like that it, it just depends how big the underdog the underdog is no, right that's, like that's, you're adding to there's so much complexity to that that's so unnecessary <laughs> That's how I feel about the time bank system, though. The time bank oh. shit blows my mind. I can't figure out why Blizzard is so attached to it. I don't know what it provides, and I don't know what you're like. Why not just like stopwatch esque stuff? Like I don't know why we're going out of our way to make the rules so fucking complex <laughs> for something that's so simple. Yeah, I do like time bank for the two CP, but I don't understand why they're not using stopwatch for uh, the other maps. Like. I don't know. Or I don't even max. like it for two CP Payloads. though. Payload. I, I don't I don't like it for two CP because it's actually more complex than ever. They're like, oh, you get an extra 30, 30 seconds if you cap this point, but if you're under one minute, and that means that we have to add thirty seconds to the other team. And it's like, dude, just like make it simple. Like, I, I don't know. I don't I don't really care for it at all. I don't think it adds anything, and it's going to be taken care of in the ratings anyway, in the matchmaking ratings. Like, I don't think it's valuable. I don't know what it adds to the experience. 
I agree. Stopwatch is still my preferred. Yeah, I mean, like like you said, these additional rules that require you to have knowledge as to like what's what happens in this scenario on this map, like how much time do I have for here? Do the death timers go up? Like all these other like obscure rules that come into play. Uh, I dislike that immensely. I think it's um, it's just not intuitive. You might be like, you know, if you're if you're a casual player and you go into those sudden deaths or the the that that or not the sudden deaths but the time bank scenario, it doesn't really feel right, right? Uh, there's something about it that just kind of feels fake and not genuine and not mm-hmm. like you know accurate. If if it was just 100 percent like stopwatch that's just it's how it is you won because that variable it's very straightforward it's very simple so what do you like about what do you like about it on 2cp like what's the what's the what value does it add um uh in 2cp especially in um competitive play i should say let me rephrase that um especially in tournament play or even competitive play too 2cp is a lot more volatile like it's a lot more snowbally um in 2cp you can literally yeah, if you if you win the first fight really big, um, as offense, you can just pretty much steamroll. You have a big chance of just steamrolling the second point because you your team's gonna have ultimates and they're not. That's I mean that's a simple way of putting it, but um, it's just it's there there aren't as many usually there aren't as many fights as there is in a payload. In a payload map, you say you win the first fight and you win the second fight, maybe you're through the you know the first checkpoint, but in this you're through to the end of the map because there's only two points to capture. So traditionally in a lot of the tournament play, it's been um, it's just been very, very, I don't say very random, um, but certainly very, uh, what's the word I'm looking for here? Um, there's just, it, it's not very consistent. It's, it's very, very chaotic, I guess. So it, 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 it is a little bit more fair. I, I don't think more fair, but it's, it's, I think it's better to see on that. And also the games are a lot, usually a lot shorter too, because you would, people would be posting like, anywhere between like like one one and a half minute times to i mean usually they're not very long because i mean you lose it you lose a team fight you lose the point essentially yeah for the most part that's that's, i think that's a valuable point because i never thought about it in that context thinking of like you know thinking of how volatile it can be and frustrating to play on but i think that i i wonder how much that can be handled in like a tournament format like if you're doing like a best of seven or something crazy in like a tournament then like that's going to matter less less so or you can do like a couple of two cp maps and then kind of you know you might find out a little bit better who is the better team like as opposed to having that sort of randomness that you're talking about it's not randomness but it's like you know whoever gets the the better part of one fight suddenly has a huge advantage right uh, yeah it's interesting i still like stopwatch initially but i think we all all, we all prefer a stopwatch like as just like the end all but uh, are you guys at all surprised that there's still no kind of like map preference, like you know, upvote, downvote for your priority as to like when you queue? Uh, uh, it should be in the game, but I mean, we could say the same thing about a pause button. Uh, Warcraft Two had pause, and that was like 20 years ago. We so. just don't have the technology yet, dude. We just don't have the technology. No pause in 2016. <laughs> We've actually lost maps and tournaments because of that. Oh my so. god! I've, I've, yeah, it feels awful. I've cast a few games that were that way, where it's just like, well, you know, it's five v six. They literally just have to wait uh, for their guy to reconnect before they can even consider going for this point. And two minutes down the drain, they lose the map because of that. Yep. 
feels bad, man. So well, I mean, what if that what if that happens in Gamescom? I mean, I realize that it's you know it's different. What, what, if, what if that happens? What if a player disease mid match? Oh well, that's just unfortunate. Yeah. Uh, that looks like they have to forfeit. <laughs> I'll tell you what happens. They finally yeah. fix it. Yeah. It's gonna happen eventually. Like it's going yeah, to happen in qualifiers at least once, where yep. a six player disappeared for X number of minutes and they had to play it out. It's still the same tournament. That's yeah. just like a simple thing. Part of me like wants it to happen. Just so, like, the issue's forced kind of thing. <laughs> no, man, because oh, what... No, because... <laughs> well, okay, I'll say the Marine King versus Parting IPL Team League... Or, sorry, it was the GSTL Finals at IPL. The disconnect where Parting was beating the crap out of Marine King, and they had to remake. And everyone said, we want land. And Mike Morheim and Dustin Browder were in the crowd, and people were chanting, we want land, we want land. We didn't get <laughs> land. Like, we didn't get land from that. We got... Um, as long as there's remake, a pause button. Remake from replay. We got remake from replay. Uh, instead and that was like two and a half years later and it is functional now but we don't even have replays <laughs> like we do, we need we need so much yeah but still. a pause button and land are two yeah. very different things because pause button like, is something that's just like you're playing online one player sure. disconnected let's hold the game you know i'll agree on the i don't know hand, why it doesn't exist yet on the other hand for overwatch there was zero there was zero hit limit for a while and then in the tournament, people started doing Diva Spam on Hanamura and just pretty much stalled out the entire map. And then Blizzard's like, hmm, well, no, no, one hero limit's looking pretty good. <laughs> All the tournaments started swapping, so. Yeah, we'll see. Yeah. Yeah, you know, there was, there was a few posts before the Season 2 announcement came out uh, saying that they were considering reverting the decision on the one hero limit. As a, as a pro player... Or Spo, like how how how'd you feel about that? Were you scared? Were you terrified? Were you shaking in your boots? Um, it made me throw up on my mouth a little bit, but <laughs> it's not. It's <laughs> zero element would be awful. You'll see. Did the return of things like double Winston. Oh God. Did Blizzard no. actually say it, or was it just Reddit witch <sighs> hunting, pitchforking? It was I never probably saw just Reddit. Official. <laughs> but, but like you know what? If I read it, I'm gonna just treat it like the law because that's how the internet works. Shashi, get with the get with the program. If it's on the internet, it's truthful. Uh, what, did you read about that, Anxious? How do you feel about the one hero limit? Because I we haven't talked to you in a long time about this stuff. Yeah, so I think it's like generally good for the competitive scene right now. But I'd actually, I would love to see a game that's balanced in such a way that you don't need it. Because then you have more variety mm. in options. Like you could do like, you know, two of the same hero. And that could be like a really cool thing. I think if the game is balanced such that it's, that it, you know, you don't need to worry about huge balance concerns when you're doing that. Well, that'll never I think happen. Right now, yeah, well, so, <laughs> so in an ideal world, I don't think you should need zero or need one hero limit. Okay. Like I understand that it's kind of necessary at this point for fun, enjoyable games to both watch and to play. But I mean, ideally, I would rather not have it there. Um, but at the same time, what can you do? Like, it's all right. Yep. Like, it's cool that it's there. I think competitive players are happy with it. I'm happy with it as a viewer and, and uh, you know, as a caster. Like, I'm cool with that. Um, so, yeah. Um, I used to be, like, super against it. And then I was like, yeah, all right, maybe you guys are right. I guess maybe I was just trying to be, like, a hipster. <laughs> <laughs> Damn. Um, all yeah. right. Well, season two, no other real big changes, though, right? It's it's mostly just, like, the that format. Um the time bank, they obviously are not giving a stopwatch. They're not changing the hero limit. They're not doing map pool restrictions. There's no voting there. 
Are there any other things that they announced with season two that have adjustments? Just balance, just individual character balance. Which we'll, oh, get, it, we'll get to in a sec. But what's up? Yeah, the most the most important one. If you type "good game easy" oh, right. <laughs> in chat, it changes the chat. It changes your text to something else. There's a bunch yeah. of random things that it could say, <laughs> right? Yeah, there's like 15 plus, I think. One of them is like, "I feel small, please hold me," or something like that. <laughs> if you read, if you read, my mommy says easy. it's past my bedtime. Or yeah, that's something. pretty funny. That's I don't know so if that'll funny. make it to live. That reminds me. It reminds me somewhat of the um, Heroes of the Storm uh, comment wheel. Like, couldn't you only type GG or something like that? And then they removed even that. There was, the yeah. was ending. only the other team could see GG. That's the only thing the other team. That's right. That was the only chat, thing that right? got transmitted. But then they yanked it uh, the very next patch because I'm pretty sure Browder, like it got implemented in the game before everyone was on board on it and Browder didn't like it. So they, they yanked it and now it's gone forever again. But this is like so much beyond that even like uh, aside from only being able to say CGG, now it's like physically changing the words that you're talking I love it. And you know they have to have like parameters too. It's like any any 20 plus characters that contain the letters gg easy have to be changed to something because people will just space it out or like add numbers or like whatever the fuck to to get around it so I'm my friend egg ezreal right egg <laughs> ezreal his name his name pops up as entire phrases now every single time you mention it yeah <laughs> i'm officially going to change my battle net tag to egg ezreal like, <laughs> sure. no... <laughs> that works you know i read something about animated sprays is that a thing uh yeah the uh the reward for top 500 or whatever is an animated spray but it's just a spray that like has like a foil shine to it so you get holographic sprays yeah that's amazing yeah you've already you already missed the boat on the first first one wow <laughs> suppose got that it though. Season is root, though. that's true okay so i'm actually logged into the ptr now let's uh let's try the gg easy for glory and honor. Huzzah, comrades. for glory and honor. Oh, man. That's great. <laughs> GG easy. It's past my bedtime. Please don't tell my mommy. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> great game, everyone. <laughs> I like it. Uh, I saw people were sitting. There's, I saw like a bunch of Junkrat gifts. Of, like, oh, yeah. Ah. There's new emotes. So there's a laugh and a sit for each character so now. So can I slash sit? Uh, you have to unlock them still. It's ah. it's like yeah, it's still uh it's still a shared space with the other emotes that exist. Okay. So you only get one. There is though the diva one is the legendary emote. It's the only one. Right. That's really? the only one so far. Mm-hmm. Yeah. She sits down and plays um, Lost Vikings, the mini game from StarCraft Two. Yeah. So you can dig oh. it up there. Can but she do- also eats Doritos. Yeah. Well, it would appear to be right. Doritos and Mountain Dew. Yeah. <laughs> Turn her sideways, and you can see in the cockpit. I can see her. Oh, that's amazing! Drinking, drinking that dew. Dude, I love how they're embracing the memes. They're just yeah. full on. But, if, but it's crazy. She's playing backwards because you, you can read the text from this side. Yeah, yeah, that's <laughs> yeah, true. Oh wait, wait, it's actually the same on it's, both sides. It's just oh, it's that's technology. Then. That's great really technology, that's man. Easily explained. That actually started the Omnic Crisis. The, oh the, no. That yeah. technology. That technology right there. So she's got an LOL. Like an, that's actually really cute. Um, Xbox making some technology like this? The projected uh, VR? Maybe. It's called now. HoloLens. Is that it? HoloLens? Yeah. They're making something like this. Projected, projected VR. It's interesting. 
Um, anyway, yeah, the junk wrote, uh, sorry, junk rat is junk wrote. Uh, Junkrat emote is also quite good for uh, it's called like lounging or something like that. But someone already put a post on Reddit like this is the new meta. You lay your bomb and trap, and then you lay down around the corner, <laughs> <laughs> like they can't see you, and then you just pop up and kill them. <laughs> That's twisted. It's I love so it. funny, dude. It's the ultimate <laughs> ultimate BM. Um, actually, no, he does. He does another new one. Oh, that's good. Wait, yeah, there's a laugh and a lay down for everybody now. I think almost every, almost all of them have both. Or sit, not a lay a down laugh. for. Yeah, chilling. Dude, he's he just won't stop dancing. Even when he sits, he's still dancing. That's really cool. Um, and obviously, this gives you like this gives you the the kind of taunt that you can do when you just win a point right. so hard that you're just waiting for the point and to come. Presumably, yep. you can break the sitting emote too. You're just sitting until you move again, which mm. is different from the other emotes where you're right. locked in and can die. So I think like if you kill a bunch of people, you can sit on them and get up whenever you want. <laughs> no, but that's that's the beauty of the like the laugh emotes or like the StarCraft II uh, dance emotes. Like, you know, if you, you ever see somebody like dance their stalkers or something like that and then get demolished because of it, yeah. There was that so, happened like GSL. Oh yeah, that's happened. That's totally happened, yeah. Um Deer <laughs> Deer built multiple nexuses and still lost. Oh god, that's embarrassing. <laughs> does she not have oh yeah, she does. I actually really like that one. And you oh, just I stay I... sitting, right? <laughs> yeah, I believe I believe you just stay sitting until you move again. Yep. Alright. That's that's enough emotes. Yeah, that's sorry. I'm I'm like completely <laughs> There's a YouTube this. video with all of them. You guys can can dig it up, or you can just install the PTR if you play on PC. PTR not available on console, unfortunately, but it is a thing. I totally didn't equip it, did I? God damn it! <laughs> well, um, cool stuff. That's that's really fun. Obviously, just you know, more emotes is good. They didn't add a ton of skins. We know that we got that Reinhardt skin on the way. Probably some more uh, coming as well. But that's always just really fun. And considering they just gave us this whole Summer Olympics event with, like, a ton of skins, um, it's cool. Like, I know there's people that are upset that, like, they, they you know, there's no Canadian skin, right? Or, or flag. Uh, <laughs> well, but that's because there's no hero that represents that nation. And I'm like, I think that's definitely the right call. Or map. Or map. Or map, right? Yeah. But, you know, they can look forward for that for the next time they, they do something like this, you know? Um but I, I just want to say that as soon as I, I actually saw a tweet specifically pertaining to Canada, I'm like, please give us a lumberjack hero. Please <laughs> give us a lumberjack hero because I would be all about that. It's funny because in Heroes, Lumberjack Uther was like one of the very first skins That's in the true. whole game. Yeah. And, and a lot of people complained Reiner about it. Thing. Yeah, oh. totally. Why'd they complain about it? Because <laughs> well, it was hard to tell that he was Uther. Right, so they talked about like banning them in tournaments. Right, it was one of the skins that they were like, "All right, you can't use that Uther skin in like ga- in like tournament play because yeah. it's hard Diablo, to identify." Diablo immediately. as well, yeah. I guess that was so long ago. I don't even remember, but it's like I'm, there's <laughs> medic Uther, and then there's a medic hero, and people don't complain. Like, <laughs> there's are there any banned skins in heroes? No, right now? no. The the they're, only one that was hurt. ever like highly contested was Kerrigan's bat mount because the hitbox oh, yeah. was smaller. Um, so that was actually just because of Hitbox more than anything else. But I don't think there's anything else that was ever, like, actually, you know, 
an issue. But back on the topic of Overwatch, season two starts soon. I know they're doing like yep. a two-week break or something. S- September sixth or seventh. Yeah. yeah, but they also said that it was a maybe date. So hopefully we do get it on September seventh, and it doesn't slide later. Hmm. All right, very cool. So next topic on the on the chopping block, guys, is going to be the Overwatch World Cup. Now we for I think probably our last episode that we had, we were discussing BlizzCon. Is it happening? It's getting really late. They need to figure out if they're doing BlizzCon. And if they are, like there's no way they wait past Gamescom. Well, they they did. They actually announced before Gamescom. They didn't want it to get lost in all the other news. Uh, It's called the Overwatch World Cup, but it is not a esports competition so although it's a tournament and there will be teams uh these teams will be uh, based on their nationality they you it's actually a fan vote the community well, i guess the global community uh will be uh basically locked based on the where their battle.net account is registered to so and i think you have to own the game to be able to vote as well i think you have to own a overwatch license on that account, that account is registered to North America, Europe, wherever, and then you vote uh, for your country's team. So let's start with Unctious. How do you feel about this, man? Um, I'm kind of bummed about it. I thought it would be really cool to have like a real, a real tournament, but I also see some of the benefits, right? Like you don't want to put too much pressure immediately on a world stage to have, especially when you're still making some changes to the game. Like the season two updates, huge, right? And BlizzCon's what a couple months away, like. I mean, they still want to make some changes. They're talking about, uh, I mean, we have the new map coming out. It just seems like you don't want to put too much pressure on the competitive scene immediately, especially without all of the rules necessarily um, panned out. Like, people are still kind of experimenting, aren't they? Or I mean, we, on the competitive scene, we've mostly settled on stopwatch for everything, right? Yeah. Like, there's not too much more experimentation going on with that. But I, I don't, I'm bummed that it's not like a massive prize pool tournament out there for everybody to see it's going to bring a ton of attention to the game especially because we have so many incredible players already like i feel like when you you have so many players coming from the fps other fps scenes whether it's it's quake or counter-strike you already have such hugely skilled players that i think it would be a really entertaining tournament to have um but i think this will be fun i think that i'm like i'm excited for it i love the world cup idea i love the idea that you know you're actually representing your country um and i want to see more of that kind of thing coming up so yeah, lukewarm. I feel lukewarm about it. How's that? <laughs> Spo? It's interesting as a show match kind of a thing. It's, I mean, it's more of like an exhibition event. Yeah. But um, I know that Hearthstone had something where it's first year for its first year. Um, but it was still in beta at the time. They it had was. like a show match where the they in- had uh, the Innkeeper's Invitational. Of, it was called. Yeah, that was, that was yeah. my baby. Yeah, I, I ran that. <laughs> so there was that, and I thought that was fine. Uh, I know it's triggered some people. LOL tournament in a beta, <laughs> you know, esports. Yeah, but I mean, it's it makes a lot of it makes a lot of sense. I mean, it's an ex, it's an ex, it's a show match. It's an exhibition match essentially. So it's I'm I'm okay with that. Um, with the Overwatch one, I don't know so much because the game has been out, but it hasn't been out very long. I'm not sure. I I think I would have liked to have seen something, um, but maybe they don't have all the infrastructure that they want with the game to really put on something that big, but you still have big events anyway. You still have Gamescom this weekend. You still have the yeah. E-League, the, uh, E-League, E-League yeah. tournament. Yeah, the E-League tournament that's coming up as well. That's so a 300K event. There are still yeah. 
Yeah. But like, what's what's what was the like the vibe from your team, right? Obviously, you guys all talked about it when it happened. Was everybody a little deflated? Were you guys kind of expecting this big opportunity at the end of the year? Um, I I think so in a way. I mean, I guess for if you know if you, you got nominated, maybe it wasn't as bad. But um, <laughs> it would have been nice just to have another you know big tournament or something because I think people always expect uh, was it to have. I think everybody was expecting there to be some kind of BlizzCon tournament, but I mean, this is this is kind of a cool idea. Um, it'll bring some more attention to the game. So, Blizzard's really good at doing marketing, I guess. So this is this should. I would assume this would be some sort of a success for them. The the voting yeah. thing is actually kind of smart, right? Like they're they're basically saying to everybody that they've invited from all these different countries who maybe streamers, for instance, are going to be like right. vote for me in this thing. And now they're now Overwatch is right. in front of their community's eyes, which is valuable. Yep. Uh, yeah. So it's uh, an, obviously an exhibition, like everybody said, there's no prize money. It's country versus country. This actually kind of harkens back to the first uh, couple of BlizzCons for StarCraft II. They were just regional invites. There was no qualifier. It was just we're picking two people from Korea, two people from you know a couple of different European countries, USA, Singapore, and uh, Taiwan, mm-hmm. as, for example. Like we had White Ross in, and Parting, I think, was like a top three in 2011. Um, so that was a long time ago. <laughs> yeah, sorry, 2010, 2011, actually. Uh, that was the MVP Nesty final, so that was, that was a really good one. But anyway, it was just direct invite country representation to get more people interested. If it wasn't, then you end up with BlizzCon with 15 Koreans and one foreigner, like we did you know, in WCS yep. the next two years. Um, so for the first year of international competition, I think it does make sense. Uh, that way they're going to be able to showcase the different regions and not just have the top EU and NA teams that have been battling since November of last year, um, just stomping out everyone else. And basically, you know, no one from Southeast Asia or Australia even cares about the tournament anymore because their guys lost so early in the qualifiers or whatever. So they have some countries with automatic births that's china korea usa i believe australia maybe brazil as well but then the rest are all going to have to battle it out and the voting phase is something that we talked about at blizzard for the hearthstone innkeepers invitational and but it ended up just being easier to invite a ton of people see what the interest was back and then make decisions voting is a little different because Blizzard just nominated these people out of the blue and gave them like four or five days to basically respond and say, yes, I can come to this 10 days of BlizzCon two months from now. Like, it's kind of tough um, <laughs> yeah. having having entire teams be able to travel together. I think they're also scared about, like, uh, for example, FaZe never really went anywhere competitively, but they had three Europeans and three North Americans. Like, there was a lot of logistics they don't have figured out yet that I think they want to have more time for in 2017 to do over the course of a full year rather than releasing this year in May and trying to squeeze everything into June, July, August like yeah. they did for Heroes, for example. Um, I think the game is too big, and they may also even want to have a console circuit. That's something that people aren't really paying attention to right now. There's no console presence at BlizzCon for esports. Um, Confirmed. It is still just Not paying easy. attention. Yeah. So... <laughs> so um, it makes sense to me that they're not doing full-fledged competition yet in worries that would be too NAEU-centric. They want to get everyone, have everyone's eyes on it uh, for this first year. I still think it's going to be, you know, obviously USA versus whatever European country comes out of it in the finals or whatever, but there's no money for it. It's just pride points, if you want to call it that. 
Um, the voting thing, again, is just to get eyeballs. Some people are going to get passed over in case are in favor of people with more viewers and, and history and stuff like that, which is whatever. Again, no prize money, no harm, no foul. It's just, uh, just for eyeballs. So I think it's okay. Um, they're going to be traveling or sending a lot of people to uh, Anaheim and potentially Burbank if they have to do the pre-weekend again. Um, so that's a ton of players that they're still going to have to fly in. That's, I think, the most shocking thing to me is that they're actually bringing so many teams mm-hmm. uh, internationally. But, uh, yeah, again, I think it's just um, starting out showcase for eyeballs. 2017 will be the million-dollar circuit or whatever and potentially even console. And the, this year has all been about adding characters, adding uh, features, and adding maps. And now it's just going to get bigger for next year. Let's let's remember that games are fun. It's okay to have fun instead of fun. instead of <laughs> pure competitive, pure competitive action. Well, and the other the other variables. I mean, I think Josh hit a lot of good points as to like logistically in terms of the way that they're going to decide teams based on region X Y Z, making it global. But when it comes to the actual spectator client, I feel like it's not in its final form. They probably don't want to do this full on event. And as Spo was saying, we still don't have a pause button. So do you really want to run a million dollar tournament without pause functionality? Probably not. And I think they're well aware of that. So I think there's probably other variables that just come to uh, the way the game is viewed. Like it's, it's largely, I mean, it's largely agreed that the observer client is poor. You, it needs a mini map. It needs a, some kind of event feed. It needs, it needs another tool. Uh, to make it easier to watch. And I agree with that wholeheartedly. I think it does need more. It's clean, but the information needed to actually be able to consume at the degree an Overwatch enthusiast would like to be able to view that. I mean, it's like watching a Heroes Tournament without talents. It's like watching a Heroes Tournament with a mini-map. It's the same deal. People did that with Heroes of the Dorm. No talents, no mini-map, and people hated it. They just absolutely hated it. And once you give it to them, people, the viewership's better. It's, it's better received. And I think there's some, some similarity in that regard because, I mean, it, it is MOBA-esque in a lot of ways. Um, but, well, that's the Overwatch World Cup. Obviously, uh, the, they haven't announced all the, the players yet. That'll be on the 29th of August. So I have no idea what the date is. 11 days from now, the, that will all be announced. You can go to just playoverwatch.com. Uh, and click the news section. You'll find the thing for the Overwatch World Cup and vote. You can vote for the players. I think you vote for five, not six, which is weird. <laughs> <laughs> because it's a yeah. team, team of six. Oh, uh, no. Four, I thought. Oh, maybe yeah, it was four five. votes. Yeah. Yeah, I know it wasn't six. But um, yeah, you get to it's vote six. for like you your think fourth. It could be. Yeah. Because like my initial thought was, I'm going to build my team, right? I'm going to build my NA yeah. team. And it's like, oh no! Well, what if nobody else votes for support players? Like, what if it's just like five carries? Like, <laughs> it's weird, but it is what it is. I didn't think about that. That's great. Oh, uh, we should stack our votes on only DPS players. That's probably what's going to happen gonna because happen they're anyway. always the favorites. Like, you know, sorry, sorry, Spo. Supports are n- unnecessary. Rip. <laughs> <laughs> Okay. Uh, esports discussion. The world has been chaos. I mean, E-League going down. Gamescom's happening right now. Um, Joshi got to go to face it. So, Joshi, this is now your story time to give us your adventure oh. to, to face it. Oh, uh, well, 
uh, just just the esports part of it. Well, uh, yeah, basically, yeah, yeah. we we just did. Um, I was there for the E League uh, weeks two and three qualifiers for NA and EU, and we saw basically every team that we expected to get through kind of went through. I think Creation Esports was kind of the only one in Europe that were that didn't make it. That I was a little bit shocked, but. Mm. Um, pretty much as expected. I got to cast uh, Spo versus Northern Gaming, and Spo's yeah. team actually won that, so it was pretty exciting. <laughs> How did you take him one on six? That's incredible. Yeah, <laughs> just Spo. Um, just me. And no his else. five, you know, bots that he has netted together. Um, they were they <laughs> played, were able to get Hanzo, it done. Obviously. <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, That's it was a uh, it was pretty cool. Face It Studio is actually at IMG Studios, which has uh, they cover like real sports like huge football matches and stuff and they were doing a lot of olympics coverage and things while i was there so the studio space is really nice i think face it is just kind of borrowing one of the studios in that building but it is probably the coolest set that i've, I've actually worked on so far um that's cool but esports wise yes everything's looking good we had some really exciting matches team liquid was a team that i thought was really interesting kind of throughout because they changed rosters several times throughout the qualifiers um TSM actually went from Code 7 to TSM, now to Complexity, like, over the span of the tournament. Do you know um, the details on that? Yeah, so essentially the the rumor is that one of TSM's sponsors was not too thrilled to see the threads pop up after the signing about how Torque and Nicholas um, had, I guess, I mean... Obviously, I didn't see all the conversations between the players and the management, but they knew that they had the CSGO SEVO ban. They didn't know that Nicholas and Torque had been banned from previous games or other titles as well. So that's why I think the sponsors got wind of that and got very upset uh, with TSM's team selection. So oh, no. um, then, you know, Complexity, who is already looking for an org for months, had already been talking to several teams and stuff. I'm sure just, uh, you know, hammered out a deal as quickly as they could, keeping contracts as intact as possible to make sure everybody was was well taken care of um but yeah tsm essentially felt heat from sponsors and and dropped the t- squad as a result because that was really weird like that's not a common thing in esports to see a team of that caliber pick up someone and then just you know step back uh, but it is one of those unique situations so it's good yeah. to have some insight there thanks for that yeah, I think Complexity is happy to have the team, oh, too, of course. because God. The, farther, the farther you reach down, yeah, I mean, if, they, if they're if they willing to give the second chance to the players that are already playing live events and not cheating at them, like Agents Rising, they were there, they got third, but they were there and they played and didn't cheat, presumably, and like uh, some of the players are, are living with each other and stuff now, so it's a little bit more checks and balances, like, yeah. uh, just to make sure everything's legitimate, and the fact that they, you know, I'm sure Nicholas and Torque by now they're not children anymore. They've felt the, the scorn and the, the, you know, anger of multiple communities from being proven <laughs> cheaters or whatever. So if they do it again, fuck them, they're gone. Like it's not, we're not, no one will be surprised, right? We'll right. just hit the button, never care about them again. So as long as they're not being banned by Blizzard and not cheating, they're going to be beating other players. You might as well, you know, ride, ride them to victory. And they are really, really strong offense players. So yeah. keep, keep it going as long as possible. Well, speaking about going down the list, though, I mean, Tempest Storm went all the way down to yeah. Upside Down World in Australia to pick up a team. <laughs> that's about as down as, as far down as you go. Like, no discredit to Australia, but, like, that's literally, like, no one expected it. It's, it I hope, I can't wait to see them play. Uh, I have not seen any of their games yet, but. I have to wait till 2017, man, at this rate. No discredit yep. to Australia, but they're upside down. I don't know if we're <laughs> they are, it. man. They're just upside down. It's the upside down. Have you seen Stranger Things? They they've yeah. got all these dangerous creatures there. It's just 
<laughs> nightmarish. I, I, that's all I know about Australia. It's true that you just learned about it in Stranger yeah. Things. Yeah, pretty much. Well, uh, so that's that's cool. Good for Temple Storm picking them up. And I guess the other team announcement is Dig grabbed Creation. So that that was actually announced like today, about six hours ago, well, yeah. maybe like eight hours ago now, but. Um, Dignitas picked up the Creation Esports squad just in time for Gamescom, which they will be playing at. Um, they are in, I believe they're in the hard group with uh, Misfits and... Fnatic and Envy. Uh, yeah, <laughs> yeah, exactly. Misfits yeah. and Envy are the only teams the I was going to say. The hard group. Yeah. <laughs> wow. What, it is the hard Actually, group. that would be Misfits and Envy. <laughs> Dude, both groups are stacked. Misfits and Envy are the ones I expect to go to the finals. Okay, of, uh, that's fair. You know? So they're in the same group. They're, they still could actually go to the finals. Uh, envious I don't know about Reunited Rogue, C9, Complexity. That's still a hard group. It is, but it's not the hard group of the two. <laughs> well, any group that has Envy automatically is the hard group. Right, exactly. Unctuous, you're smiling. <laughs> yeah, no, I just I think it's really funny. <laughs> it is the top eight teams in the world. Is, yeah, they're just <laughs> the best. <It's> just... <laughs> yeah. Well, um, I am excited to see that. Actually, 12.20 a.m. Pacific is when the stream starts on Saturday and Sunday. Yeah, I'm, I'm Right s- after midnight. I'm so glad it's just the weekend, though, because yeah. I'm actually having an Overwatch land this weekend, and I'm going to have a TV set up like where where we just have the stream on and we're just gaming and playing Overwatch and like I haven't had a weekend off where I can just like man it up with my boys, play video games and watch an esports event since like Evo 2 or 3 years ago. Uh where wow. like we just sat down and just played Smash for the full weekend and Street Fighter and watched Evo. So I am so ready for games come Overwatch this weekend, man. Um and I know they've, they've announced the full talent list too. It's, it's pretty, pretty big, right? I think yeah. it's fish sticks is the fish sticks and Huck are the two coming from NA fish sticks, Huck and stir are oh, and all stir. going over. Yeah. And then the rest is the uh, ESL squad with uh, Rachel Seltzer hosting and Zoe as well. Isn't she doing interviews? And Zoe, yeah. yeah, you're right. So really cool. It'll be a really good show. Um, I'm actually thoroughly looking forward to it. And the OBS, they've got Flo. I, I worked with Flo on BTS. Uh, you worked with her on BTS as well. She's and She was uh, Agents Rising too. Agents Rising as well, yeah. So She's an old school StarCraft player and OBS. So Flo's been around the block, that's for sure. And then Imagine, I believe Imagine's uh, San Francisco local. Yeah, Bay Area. Yeah, and then Fenrishi's uh, uh, one of the Swedish OBS. So... <clears throat> Sweet. It's that's this weekend. Definitely going to be looking forward to that. Uh, let's let's talk about E League a little bit more now, Joshi. So, in terms of like your expectations, it, have they been mostly been met for the like the teams in terms of like the performance? And how do you feel about the format? Because it's just kind of like once a week a team goes forward. Do you think that's like the ideal way to do it? Because it just there's so much build up. Well, it's different now because they have finished the qualifiers finally. Oh, so, okay. Well, let's talk about the qualifiers. Yes. Yeah, so, so the well, looking just um, at the North America. So we're we're moving into the regionals now. So we have mm-hmm. sixteen teams um, brought into both sides. Actually, not sixteen teams. Excuse me. It's going to be four qualified at four points from each side. Wait, why is this? I'm looking at the Liquipedia page for it right now, and it seems to be not up to date yet. Right, but about the regional. Essentially, it's Envy, Cloud9, Fnatic, and Complexity all qualified during the four weekends. And then the top four points after that are NRG, Liquid, um, SP, Sodi Pop, and Splice. 
Um, but then for some reason on Liquipedia, they still show like 10 more teams. I'm pretty sure it's only eight teams playing the actual regional, though. And then Europe, yeah. on the other weird. side, we have Misfits, Rogue, Reunited, and Luminosity, formerly Too Strong, as the qualified teams. And then points earners are Dignitas, former, formerly Creation, um, Anox, which is the Russian Quake Players team, Ninjas in Pajamas, and uh, We United with a W. Um, they actually beat out Melty Esports and Pretz, which is kind of crazy. But We United has actually changed rosters as well. Um, one of those teams that's always in flux. So who knows who's actually going to end up playing in that um, <laughs> when, when the regional rolls around. But the regionals do start both for North America and Europe next Wednesday, uh, the 24th of August. I, you mentioned Anox. And I just want to talk like when I first started watching Overwatch, like I knew Cypher and Cooler like for, you know, forever. Um, and I was really never impressed with them. But like the last month or so, they are scary as hell. Like that whole yeah. squad is just they've they've become beastly, like absolutely have potential to become a top team world i think you know a lot of teams you just you can see few players just make those adjustments learn that learn the the way they initiate learn their different compositions mm -hmm. and the maps and everything and do, do you guys think that the the changes like the hero changes coming up in the new patch are going to like shift shift meta towards certain teams and away from other teams like do like who do you think is going to react better to it um That's, spoke it depends on the team i mean if yeah. you're if you have teams that are um, for example, more centered around a Genji player, those teams might. You want to name any names, or you just bit. gonna be like real vain? I mean, I can name, I could name names, but yeah, I mean, ooh, like, so well, like, how does this affect energy? Let's just say energy, right? I mean, okay, well, let's take energy for example. Um, there's obviously their Genji player is Siegel. Mm -hmm. Um, he's, he's a great Genji player as well, but he also plays Hanzo. Hanzo, so yep. <laughs> I don't think I don't think that's gonna be too much of a problem for them. Okay. Um, does Whereas he actually mate, disable all the other heroes when he like goes in? Did he like change the code a little bit? Like, just give me those two buttons. I don't need anything. Right. <laughs> Might as well at this point. Yeah, but like no, Cipher uh... plays Genji almost exclusively, so Cipher is going to fall off a that's, bit. Um, that's true. It still kind of remains to be seen how far Genji is going to fall, though. Like his yeah. ultimate got nerfed. His dash, he can't dash over traps, but how often is he dashing over Venom traps and Junkrat mines anyway? Not that often. And competitive um so really the ult like i've had pro players tell me when you're solo queuing just play genji play like a wuss honestly just deflect and double jump like crazy until you get your ult kill three people with the ult and you win the game like that's that's not a good player that's not a good character right you're just basically holding out for your ultimate every time and mm -hmm. you don't even have to do that he is good enough that you can hop around and dunk on less skilled players as well but even what's, in high skill you can just wait for the ult and kill three people almost what, what's nice about that uh that 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 nerf though is that it's you still have six seconds of his ult, yeah. which is perfect amount of time to kill each of the, the members of the other team you don't totally. you don't even need six seconds you could probably break you could probably get through yeah, and you combo seconds. combo oh. with a graviton surge or a shatter or Call blizzard or anything like that. Yeah, and you're just it's over. So, I mean, I still think you'll see Genji being used. I don't oh, think yeah. he's useless. I just think he's, but I just don't think he'll be as prevalent as he is in the in the current meta. Which there's certain areas thing. that he's like super valuable anyway. Like just like ma yeah. like map dependent. Like you think about spots on um, that map with the thing. <laughs> oh yeah, that one. Yeah, yeah, yeah that's that, definitely. But, but that's why Genji Genji's still going to pop up more often than Tracer, for example. Like they fill the same role as flanker, damage dealer, stay alive, keep yourself alive character. But 
Genji can climb walls, and there's so many maps, Numbani, Hollywood, etc., that you have to climb those walls just to be able to disrupt the defense that Tracer has to like walk all the way around mm-hmm. and find blink spots and stuff like that. It's just a, a bigger pain in the ass. So on maps where Tracer can be used, I think she's going to be preferred. On maps where you still have to climb a lot, Genji's still going out. And so, Reaper and McCree are still the most solid damage dealers now yeah. overall. Yeah. Since they've I, also nerfed Zen a little bit in terms of Discord, um, but buffed Mercy, does this kind of does this give any room for Farah to trickle back in, or is McCree and Diva still too much of a problem for Farah to at all be seen in competitive? I think it's tied to uh, yeah, it, it it does open up the door for Farah, you know, more Farah Mercy play. I don't think it may, means that it's going to be back to Farah Mercy 100%. Um, I do think they're. I mean, you still have, for example, McCree is still good. Hanzo's allegedly going to be good as well. I mean, Hanzo plus. I mean, if you if you're still running something like McCree, Hanzo, and Zen, maybe running a Farah isn't the best idea. But the thing is, like, running a Farah is kind of tied to running a Mercy as well. Like, if you run a Farah, it's obviously good to run Mercy. Mercy not only pairs with Farah really well, it gets that extra escape. You can fly up rather right, than just right, dashing right. across the ground. Um, and so it's. It really depends. It, it it just depends. I think it depends on the comp. I mean, if you're not, if you're if you're only, let's say the other team is running their own uh, Mercy Lucio. Maybe they're not running fair. Maybe they are, but you're not going to have as many threats. The, the, the threat before was obviously the McCree plus the Zen plus you know the Discord fifty percent. Um, opening, you know, having the Farrah in there opens up the door for Roadhog. You saw more Roadhog when Farrah was around, and then the Reapers started trickling in, and then you saw a little bit less of Roadhog, and it just depends on what pe- what teams like to favor more. I think the yeah. other Mercy... Oh, I'm sorry. I think the other Mercy change is actually a little bit smart, too, that um, Rez takes less time for people to get back in the action, so she's going to have more survivability in fights so that your Rez isn't just a complete suicide like 90% of the time. I thought that was really interesting. Yeah. And just building on what Spo said earlier, it's gonna it's gonna come down to comp, and comp matters on which stretch of the map you're on. So yeah, we did see Fair Mercy each pop out a couple times during uh, E League and Atlantic qualifiers. Hmm. Um, Kings Row Streets phase is like the best place for aerial cover for Farah and Mercy, right? Because yeah. you can actually control yourself enough. In, on the top of the buildings to block line of sight for McCrees and soldiers and Zens and all that stuff a bit more. Genji not dashing in your face and being a huge jerk will definitely uh, help her come out some more, but it is still very stretch of map and comp dependent, like he said. Oh, I like it a lot. You know, I, I actually, as we're going into this, I realized we totally didn't talk about yeah, the hero battle changes. Cause I, I'm... Thought, I thought we were pushing that to the esports discussion, which is where we're at <laughs> well, right now, so I, might, might as well. It worked out, yeah. <laughs> um, so, yeah, let's just kind of go into Diva Defense Matrix. After being activated, Defense Matrix will begin regenerating following a one-second delay, formerly a point-five-second delay. So she can't, <laughs> she can't just do it as frequently. It will. There is a little bit more... Um, you know, of a commitment to actually hitting that right click, which is good, I think. But uh, have you, I, I mean, I haven't been able to test this out. Is it, does it feel like a sizable nerf to her? The no, only round. Bringing it more in line with what it should be. Hmm. Go ahead. Yeah, no, I was going to say the only round that I played on PTR, like it was a noticeable difference. It doesn't feel like I'm getting kicked in the balls every time I play against Diva. Like it's kind of nice. <laughs> she doesn't eat a Death Blossom, like swing up, decide to just eat a Barrage, and then casually accidentally eat a Zarya ult as well. Right. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um, well, so that's that's good. I mean, obviously Diva's still really powerful. They, she still has the, you know, the upgraded 
self-destruct. It's it's so much better than it used to be, and it's it's seen a lot of big plays in tournaments, uh, for sure. I, we have I love the the evolution of people learning how to use that better, like predicting where the the enemy team might run to hide when they just hear it, and actually throwing it into that hallway or whatever mm-hmm. around the corner. Super cool stuff. But uh, Hanzo will now experience a thirty three a thirty percent decrease in move speed instead of forty. So he moves a little faster when he's got his bow out. So he's a little bit more agile. Uh, and his maximum projectile speed has gone up by 30%. So if you pull all the way back, his arrows move faster. But also, they have um, made his logs even fatter, Joshy, as you like to call them, the logs. <laughs> yeah. The uh, log launcher. They reverted the uh, projectile size. So obviously a long time ago, there were some threads on Reddit where it was like, check this out, I can headshot people without even seeing their body their body at all <laughs> around this corner with the Hanzo arrow. And Blizzard said, okay, that doesn't feel great. Let's let's narrow that you know, log down a little bit. And now they're like, no, screw it. No one's picking Hanzo. So give him, you're going to shoot Farah-sized projectiles at Farah now. Uh, and they're going to go 30% faster. <laughs> uh, it just seems, that was questionable. But... I'm so angry! <laughs> I hate it. He has always been my answer for who is your least favorite character. Hanzo has always been my answer. <laughs> he's got this great thing going on where he's awful to play against. It's, <laughs> uh, it's not enjoyable. It makes me really upset. Like, I don't know what... Bl- like, if Blizzard wanted to give me mental health issues, that's the way to do it. Like, they nailed it. I don't know who on their design team was like, you know who we like really need to screw with? It's Unctious, and Hanzo's going <laughs> to do it. Yeah, yeah. A little bit. Oh, Jake's PTR there? Okay. They need to give... Uh, if they're going to do this for Hanzo, they need to give May like, ranged freeze so that her her ice spikes actually freeze you on contact, too. That would be pin great. you to the wall. Yeah, pin so, you to the wall and drag you all the way back. It just knocks you back like a Reinhardt charge. Every yeah. every ice spike. Hey, actually, put him behind the corner. See if you can... see. Put, put one of those guys behind the corner and try to fire at him. You can kind of do that. Damn. Crazy. What do you mean? Like yeah, around the wall? Like, like, like yeah. where you can't actually see them, yeah. I think they need to like be the one behind the corner, not me behind the corner. Oh, there we go. Didn't even have <laughs> eyes on him. There you go, yeah. <laughs> it's like it's he literally great. took this like Dunkin' Donuts cup and like put it on the end of his boat. <laughs> <laughs> like... Well, I, uh, whatever. You know, what can you do? That's Hanzo for you. Log warrior. Well, at least now I feel like a god. Oh my god, I'm esports boys. Just kill all so, the bots. On a happier note, though, May May's got some cool changes, yeah. right? Cool changes. Yeah, I would, <laughs> she shoots icebergs. That's cool. <laughs> so we talked about this briefly. They 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 uh, or before the show. Her, the radius on her blizzard is now the rate the radius is two meters bigger it's not the 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 diameter it's a four meters large in diameter than it was before like if you were to imagine that as a piece of pizza do you know how much extra pizza you're getting when you do like two, <laughs> 12 feet two of extra pizza. Yeah, it's, essentially it's, a... it's huge that's a massive amount like she's gonna be able to control like huge areas all at once like yeah. what's well, still her ult her ult right now like the presence of uh, Zarya, Diva, Reinhardt, just throwing your ult and having it bounce or like be eaten completely doesn't yeah. feel great. Um, but hopefully, yeah, May. I've been playing a lot of May actually just in quick play um, since uh, ranked went away. But she feels fine as it is, to be honest. It's ranked play is 
a bit different and pro play is of course even more different but wall trapping people is super fun and having a, a sick ultimate to go on top of that is going to be is going to be great as well yeah i'd hear someone competitive play for sure especially with the alt change is that all it takes for her to show up and pro play well now? it pierces barrier like you can't reinhardt shield it so versus reinhardt inherently like She's going to be well, scarier. So the change previously was the ball hits the shield, drops, but still freezes through the shield. Now it literally will be thrown through the shield. So it's still used to freeze, but now you're going to be able to position it where you and, want and it. Can and then you wonder, hard. why don't any of these heroes have grenades with them? Apparently, when you throw something, it, the Reinhardt could, doesn't work. It doesn't yeah. work. <laughs> There's a million other things that could have happened. Well, I mean, I'm sure they'll create heroes that have more of a grenade mechanic. I mean... Her name is Anna, not Anna. It kills me so hard when people say Anna. It is Anna. It's Anna. It's Anna, officially. Don't lie to me. Just look at any Blizzard mention of it. <laughs> I can't believe they got their name wrong. <laughs> yeah, they spelled it <laughs> a very they spelled it a very weird way to be pronounced Anna, in my opinion. But yeah, officially it's Anna. I thought in the Almost. actual trailer she goes, I'm Anna. Let, you, you can look it up. I'm going to confirm this. <laughs> this happens with player names, too. Pro player names, like Dracius or Dra- Dracaeus. That's I, I literally, I literally just asked him on Twitter. I just asked him on Twitter, which one is it? And he says, I don't care how it's pronounced. That doesn't help me. So, <laughs> so I'm just going to default to Dracaeus, even though it looks uh, completely uh, wrong. Reinforce versus Reinforce? Yeah, what is that? Good Come one. on. The wor- it's already an <laughs> English word, Reinforce. Just because he's Reinhardt doesn't mean he's... <laughs> Ryan Force. Yeah. <laughs> uh, that's funny. Yeah, Farah. Uh, it's also Farah, by the way. That's Farah. Not Farah. Farah. <laughs> but uh, we all say Farah. We all say Farah wrong, and I will continue to do so. We all will. Don't worry about it. It's just inevitable. Oh yeah, and it's Hearthstone, not Hearthstone. Yeah, I know that one. <laughs> so McCree, Dead Eye now drains point two five second over a 0.25 second period instead of displaying a 50% reduction on the ultimate meter when activated. So you just have a steady drain the longer you hold the dead eye. Yeah, it won't it won't go to 50% anymore. You don't get the refunds like that anymore. Unctuous thumbs up, they're, seal of approval. Yeah. They're changing they're changing McCree to be like the other ults where you press the button and it goes away at least if you channel it for a while. That's good. Spo, what yeah. do you think about that? Is, is McCree going to fall off now? Deadeye was kind of a luxury for him. It's a nice zoning tool. McCree is still... McCree's left mouse button is still really good, so I don't really see him going anywhere. Mm-hmm. Um, we see him in every comp. I think you'll still see him in a lot of comps, but... Yeah. He's too good. I mean, you didn't even see him in every comp you know, previously either, but he was still... He was, he was a pretty, you know, I... consistent staple. Does um, the nerf to Zen affect him enough, or is just are we just going to see damage at mercy on him and stuff, and it's going to be pretty much the same? Mm. Um, I mean, as long as he has a Lucio with him, I think he's fine. He needs that mobility, just like Reinhardt does. Yeah. Uh, so I think that you will see if you see if you, I think it'd be more. Accuracy if there's a Lucio with them that will enable him, which most comps I think will still run Lucio. I mean, they did nerf his speed boost a little bit. Um, it's they it went down thirty. It's 
what well, used to be 100% speed, now it's 70% speed, so it's a 30% decrease. But it's still, it's still fast. People are still going to use them. Um, I don't, I don't really think it makes that much of a difference. But sick res, Jake. That was, that Thanks, was pretty man. bad. <laughs> <laughs> Oh God! Why are we? What is this on the screen anyway? <laughs> what are you doing? We're, we're talking about suicide mobility with Lucio and just playing hey, Mercy. Hey, <laughs> I had just showed this to the screen, and I was okay. showing it. Uh, I see. I see. I think we'll open up some more opportunities though. Having uh, Lucio speed boost not as impactful, but time will tell. Do you think Anna is going to come in at all? Still, I still don't. I still think she's fourth fourth place healer after Mercy Lucia's in. Yeah, and uh, yeah, probably. But I mean, she's still. You still see her in a lot of triple DPS comps. Or triple DPS, sorry, triple support comps. Um, I think on some. I think you might see on some points. Maybe for example, Gibraltar third. If you're defending it, you might see teams forego running Lucio and running something different like a Zen or Anna or really? Anna Mercy or something like that. You just don't need the speed boost as much. I mean, obviously it's really nice to be able to aggress on the other team, but there might be some points at which you maybe don't want Lucio as much. You can knows. make the trade-off. You can make the trade-off pretty confidently. Yeah, because I mean, there used to be points where um, for example, uh, Gibraltar first, if you're defending, you could, you're, some teams just ran Mercy solely single healer, right? And people would put the, the they'd run three DPS and two tanks, for example, and put, uh, you know, they'd have an extra soldier or an extra Torb or something like that. There was a time when people did that. And there's other, there were a couple other points too where people were in Soul and Mercy. Hollywood first defense. Hmm. Soul and Mercy was a thing for a while too. So there are, yeah, yeah you never know. Entrenched defenses yeah. are going to be primary. That makes sense. Um, since you just mentioned Gibraltar third uh, we should mention Gibraltar is actually getting a map balance change too, which makes almost no difference to anyone. And it is <laughs> the first checkpoint. The car wash is actually just going away now. It'll, they've, yep. they've, they've gotten the game to a point where they can undo that change. And it's essentially, I, people don't even realize this maybe that many moons ago, Gibraltar did not even have that first checkpoint at all. It was the prevalence of Torbs and Bastions that were overpowered granted because they changed them like eight times each uh, to get them to where <laughs> they are now. But Torb and Bastion made that first checkpoint so impossibly hard, and now it's a lot easier. So, checkpoint's going away, and now we don't have to mention it every single cast. How <laughs> it's a useless checkpoint. It's good. It's good. So, that is a nice change. Um, okay, on to Genji. Let's talk about this, the, the nerf that did finally come in. I mean, Genji's been acknowledged as one of the strongest heroes for a little while now. Double jump no longer resets when climbing. His dash no longer deals damage to traps like the venom mine or the steel trap, and it long, no longer bypasses the steel trap. So that's a. I mean, it really never felt good when you've got this whole defense set up and the Genji dives past you and just kills you. Now you could actually really get messed up by a Junkrat with that there. As someone who sprays and prays a Junkrat a lot, I'm very excited about this. Uh, Swift Strike <laughs> no longer interrupts quick melee attacks. And I didn't even know that was a thing, to be honest with you. And the Dragon Blade duration is has gone down to six seconds. The trap, the trap duration is longer than Genji's Reflect, right? If you imagine you get trapped, you just tap E, and you're like pretty much safe anyway. Is his, is his deflect two seconds? I think seconds? his deflect is shorter, shorter time than the It's like 2.25 or something? I can't no, remember. Head. Uh, I'm not sure uh, exactly. I think the trap is, is four seconds, maybe three. I'll find out. Um, but that's that's a good question. 
I mean, I don't. I mean, even still, though, you if you have a mine placed there or whatever, yeah, that's true. Um, the mine's already down. There's still like a lot of like in the, the combo. The trap combo is a kill on Genji. That's his. That's that's two hundred damage. Yeah. So. Right. Um. Do most competitive drunk rats put down the mine after they put down the trap? Immediately? No. Like usually, usually you're, you're, safe, down, usually you're using you're mine. using the mine like as like a major weapon in your arsenal. It's you know? it's almost like an escape too. It's like yeah. that's your close range. That's your that's your disengage in a lot of scenarios, but. Um, yeah. I just don't think it's going to be like super effective. Like it's just like a small little change. It's not going to mean too much. It just means that the trap's going to still be there. And I think it's a really good change down. though, because now that's like a viable like backline control. Like we've seen compositions where on defense where you, in some scenarios, you're you're going Junkrat to help enable uh, Symmetra, and you keep right. that teleporter. Like right. you give it like another another bit of coverage, or. Um, same thing with a widow, you know, just to have that trap covering a flank, a Genji that just arbitrarily is dashing over the wall on, uh, like Dorado or something. Say we're, we're defending the first point and he's going around the back and widow's got her mind there. If Genji decides to dash there, it's not just going to kill the mine. It's going to do damage. He's going to be more vulnerable in that situation. So it's a very obscure thing, but we talked about the dragon blade, the dragon blade change already. Yeah. We did talk about that. Dragon Blade change is fine, I think. I think it brings it more in line with things like Zenult, for example, how they'll be about the same duration. Um, I think it makes sense. I mean, it's kind of silly that you you know, you know pop it all like that, and then you still has a few seconds of <laughs> sword left. So um, it just kind of makes it, you know, Zenult, for example, more of a counter. Um, the sword is already pretty ridiculous, as is, especially when you have support with it. So I think it makes sense. Joshi? What do you have to say for yourself? Um, the Anna Anna thing, I had to look it up because I was it was nagging my brain at that point. So I found the developer update where Jeff Kaplan says Anna. He does say Anna, so I will I will <laughs> gladly concede that in the interest of being correct for, for future casts. <laughs> yeah, but uh, yeah, whatever. I'm happy happy to be fixed rather than saying it wrong for another month and then be pointed out. Okay. Fair anyway, enough. Junkrat. Yeah, Junkrat's cool. <laughs> Genji, yeah, Genji's. Um, I don't know. I like you said. We talked about him. He'll probably still see a lot of play, just not like that guaranteed pick anymore. Uh, down to Lucio, amp it up. The boosting of the movement speed has been decreased from it's thirty percent down. So it used to be a hundred percent boost speed. Now it's down to seventy. Uh, as as Spo was talking about heroes that he enables, like the synergy from that base ability. Compa- paired with something like Deadeye, paired with something like a Reinhardt moving forward with a shield to land the Earth Shatter, becomes a an absolute essential for some of the engages that we do see in competitive. And I think it's a hundred percent like almost needed change. And for a long time, I was thinking uh, maybe they're going to make it so that in the if you're channeling a bow as Hanzo or whatever, you're like you don't receive as much movement speed. I thought they were going to try to find some kind of other way to tweak it, but to just raw nerf it uh, base, it's, I think that, I mean, it's, it's a simpler, it's a simpler way to fix it. I'm fine with the change. I think it's cool. Yeah, I'm fine with it. It was, I mean, right, it was right, a right, necessary like, staple. Uh, yeah, exactly. Like, Overwatch was actually a five-man team in a Lucio. Like, it wasn't, it yeah. wasn't six on six. It was... I'm glad they didn't just like nerf his healing or something. I think, I mean, just nerfing his his engage uh, is good, and he's still going to be in a good spot. But he just gave too much, uh, and you know, just free 
hard engage with too many heroes. And maybe this will uh, enable the Ana to have some kind of presence with her her mega engage for a single hero. Who knows? Who knows? I want to see the the what's it called? I can't think of it right now. What? Nano boost. Nano boost. Yeah. Yeah. Um. Still hasn't really made enough waves yet. I know yeah, we saw... it's still tricky to get mileage out of it. Yeah. Like there's a stun, a sleep, uh, earth shatter, graviton surge, like ten other things that can stop it, negate yeah. it. Yeah, so it's it's kind of rough when it's a character's entire ultimate. What if it had like a resistance on it, where it like halved duration or like more than that even of any kind of crowd control? I think I need, it needs it to be able to bring it up to par to the other healers. Like Mercy, Mercy, Res, Sound Barrier, and Zen Ult all are equivalent to. You can say they're equivalent to two to three thousand HP of healing very quickly. You're either bringing back several. No, no, sorry, that's way too much. <laughs> let's say let's say a thousand to fifteen hundred. I, I was going high because Lucio adds fucking five hundred to everybody, so that is thousands. Yeah. But Mercy's Mercy's Res is even lower than that. So a thousand to fifteen hundred, something like that. Zen can heal endless amounts basically as long as someone isn't getting bursted. Anna is literally shooting a dart into a person and hoping they do good with it. Like there's literally <laughs> it's like levels of magnitude different from the other support ultimates that can change games versus this one that might not even change anything if he gets CC'd to death. Hmm. Okay. Any other thoughts, guys, on on Azul? I mean, have you have you guys played much with it, Spo? Uh yeah, we have. It's. I mean, Anna's kit is actually pretty strong. Um, well, we're talking about I her think... ult, though. Like her kit might be good. She's got a sleep. She's got the heal. She's got the ability to pressure tanks with her grenade. Yeah. I would say that. Honestly, I would say her ult is fine. You can get it pretty quickly. I mean, if you're, uh, for example, if you're, and I know that this is some sometimes a thing that teams do is that they'll actually not poke a team down because what what happens is a lot of times before engages a lot of times and your team's trying to poke get damage on the team before they engage because it's nice to have you know people at you know if your enemy a couple people on the enemy team are at half HP when you engage all the more in your favor right but if you're poking the enemy team and some teams will just let Ana heal the damage mm-hmm. and so she gets her out a lot faster and then you put on like something like Reinhardt or <laughs> or something or it's just it gets to be pretty ridiculous um it, pretty and fairly difficult to stop sometimes so it it really depends on what hero you put it on but still there's yeah it's like it, it it's it's a, it's really annoying on some characters it's really annoying on things like Reinhardt it's pretty annoying on Winston I mean, Winston's just annoying on his, you know, by himself. It's annoying <laughs> on when Genji ults. It's, an, it's annoying when Soldier ults. I mean, it's 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 good. It's just you have to be. You just have to utilize it, right? I think. Yep. And it is far worse than the other support. <laughs> <Ultimate>. <laughs> far less useful in team fights, at least. All right, uh, down to Zenyatta. Discord Orb is down to 30% damage, uh, I guess, amp. And for the Orb of Destruction, the damage has been increased from 40 to 46. Uh, and that's just his regular yeah. attack. Yeah. So they, wasn't it 45 or something? They just nerfed it, didn't they? Um, no, I thought they brought it up. They brought it up from thirty-five or something. No, I thought they I thought they normalized 
I think I think his left click was forty five and his right oh, click right. was thirty five. They brought his right, they they normalized, his right click up. They normalized yeah. them both to forty, but now they've brought his left click up to forty six. So it's it's even it's one damage higher than it was previous to this, sure. and he's retaining his right click damage. That's interesting. Yeah, well it's to it's to fix himself because uh, and one Zen, yeah. Zen very often yeah, exactly. He's shooting a discorded target one on one a right. lot when people jump in his face. So they at least gave him a little bit of damage to make up for that combo being weaker. Discord is too strong to begin with. I'm yeah. surprised that it wasn't nerfed thirty percent. This is I, I suggest this change a long time ago, way back in beta. I said back when they nerfed uh, Mercy's beam, I said they should just nerf Discord at thirty percent, give Zen a bit more damage and call it call it a day. Um They've finally done it. Today, like months later. <laughs> so, yeah. But I'm glad. I'm glad to see that they had uh, they made that change. Because 50% when you have, especially when like what you're doing with teams is teams that just discord a target, and then if you have like a Winston and Genji on your team, you just literally just go dash that target. It's like, okay, you know, I got the discord on McCree. Oh, it's just leap in and you know insta give them. It's just uh, okay. I mean. 30% is still going to... The 20% difference may not make that much of a difference, mm. but it will make it will make, it'll make targets uh, not melt quite as quickly, especially... It, it, make, it makes them more saveable, which is nice. If, yeah. If, you know? Yeah. Like, that's the big thing. Like, even though if, if they were by themselves, they might die, but it means that you have, if you have a Mercy healing them, they're like, you know... They're, they're, they might not as instantly. Yeah. But. It was a good change, though. Yep. I'm fine with all these changes, except uh, Hanzo buff, I think. I would have liked to have seen, yeah, Hanzo buff. I don't know. Yeah, I think Hanzo could probably be a little stronger. I, I, I think they should. I mean, he definitely could be. Every arrow could be a definitely. dragon. <laughs> dragon, 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 dragon. Scattershot dragons. That sounds like dragons bouncing everywhere. Every left click. Uh, doesn't uh, yeah, yeah. I say, doesn't he say that voice line at the uh, the wolf? Does oh, that yeah, one of the he changes? changes he changes the wolf. He yeah, the pitch like, isn't really low anymore. He's not like, very start. Wolf. Hunt his prey! <laughs> or whatever. Oh, that's the good. wolf hunts for its prey. Arrgh. I would have liked to have seen uh, a small fix on the Genji Reflect Radius, though. I thought that was going to be a thing, but I guess not. They're going to reel uh, it in a Yeah. I, I, like, I don't know if I... like. I agree with most of the Genji changes. Um, the one I'm not sure about is the the Swift Strike one, I think that that was uh, probably the right change, but I think they should have given him something in compensation for that. Because hmm. uh, it was it, it was a good amount of burst damage, but it was the fact that you could... Did... Oh, go ahead. I'm sorry. Didn't mean I was saying the fact that you could just chain it like that. It's it's. I mean, essentially the animation canceling. They stopped that for melee attacks for a while back. For example, those ones Lucia where you could, you know, you could use your your pea shooter plus the boot plus the the melee all at the same time for big burst damage, and they took that away. So I understand why they took it away for Genji, but I feel like they should give him a little something in return. Maybe just a little bit more damage on on something. Dash, maybe. I don't know. Do you think the extra jump was a big enough problem to, like that was worth taking out? Like, the extra jump after you wall climb? People like, used that... it a lot. It was yeah. pretty abusable. You became I'm not sure it was intended so either. flexible. <laughs> like, it but... gave you so many options. It's not even just like the mobility, it's the options to just dodge. Yeah. It's it's well they, it was used more as a wall bounce like getting that extra jump yeah. and that's just yeah. ridiculous compared to other character mobility. Mm -hmm. Sometimes you do like to see things like that in game, um, where it kind of raises the skill cap of a class or yeah, it gives you that... more options and stuff like the widow. People kind of didn't like the the changes with widow like that. How you could you know kind of scope and unscope and it just felt more fluid. 
or the Genji Genji used to have this the super dash, right? How you could dash really far if you hit, hit a wall a certain way. Um, <laughs> I don't know how how much further it was exactly, but it was pretty it was pretty far. I would like say I, it was like I also know, like that kind of shit though. Like if if more characters had more options, it could be like right. pretty. Cool, yeah, though, but like, like when one character has like yeah, yeah, yeah. already a kit that's designed to have a lot of it. Let's. Yeah. Let's make more badass characters instead of mm-hmm. nerfing. Like this is like Harrison Bergeron, like Central. Like we're like bringing them down. Yeah, but or... the game's not the game's not Dragon Ball well, Z on ice. Yeah, they released I mean. Anna, for example. Anna can't move at all. Like she's actually yeah. my favorite. She's as a also Reaper a now to just jump on and kill. Yeah, <laughs> she is a grandma, so she doesn't unless she has a you know cybernetic jet jetpack, which totally is possible. She could also be as mobile as Genji, mm-hmm. but she's not. She's just a grandma. She just walks around and dies. No, she puts people to sleep and then she bags them. <laughs> her third passive is that she has nothing to help right. her. <laughs> right. Yeah. She special, special for Anna. No help moving. <laughs> well. Cement shoes. <laughs> yeah. Well, that's that's pretty much the balance notes. She needs a rocket walker. She just walks slightly faster, but can't jump or like climb or anything. <laughs> that would and be that's it. Overwatch. That's Overwatch, and that's Shoot Mania. How do you guys feel about the balance patch overall, though? Like, do you think um, the game's going to be like a little bit more diverse? Each balance patch seems to be promoting more diverse hero picks. I mean, obviously, once they they buffed uh, McCree and they buffed. Diva, Farah seemed to stop existing for the most part, but slowly but surely, as Spo was saying, trickling back in. Maybe Mercy will be coming back in. Obviously, with the changes, she heals better. Uh, the, the resurrection change is nice. It's a nice quality of life. Just, what is it, 0.75 seconds left, uh, less before you can start moving. So it's a little bit more of a snap, you know, in that regard. I like to not have Mercy in the meta. People stayed dead. <laughs> It did change casting quite a lot yeah. to go from every fight has two mercy reses to now we actually just fight until they die. Mm. <laughs> like handoffs were, were actually really hard to cast with. It's like, and this is happening and that's happening and this is happening and oh, there's a big res and it's happening all over again except now no one has their ults. <laughs> so, yep. Everything you just saw but more boring. Yeah, cancel all that <laughs> previous shit. It does not matter. That's funny, yeah. I think the changes are good. And it's actually, like, it's really interesting to, like, coming off of the International in Dota, to see a game where you have 110 characters and 105 of them were played, like, to be that that, that level of balance. Like, we, we can't be that far off, right? Like, we can't be that. <laughs> like, we have to have, soon we should have 20. Well, in the in the Face It qualifiers, week two, week two used 21 of the 22 characters, I think, um... Who didn't? Who didn't Torb, get played? Torb. I think Torb was the only one who didn't That's show up. Actually, they had a last. Yeah, they had like a Symmetra play defense on Numbani A, and they had like Bastion appeared at the very end against a triple tank comp, and they still lost. But like they they were used. They were at least selected in pro play. And uh, I think the following like the third week we also had like twenty or twenty one of the twenty two. So really still good. a lot of use. It's just when you've got the chart. The chart comes out afterwards, and it's Zenyatta like 100% across all modes, and Lucio like 95% across all modes, and Mercy's like way down here, Anna's way down here, and it's like, well, we only have four healers. Do we really want two of them to be used at all times, and the other two <laughs> yeah. to just be whatever picks? So I'm glad. I mean, that's really what they're looking at. They're looking yeah. at usage across 
both pro play and competitive, right? Bastion and Torb got all their changes a long time ago and haven't really needed to be touched since then because they finally got it in line with what they were looking for there. They're not trying to force pro Torb and Bastion, though. They are trying to make so that half their cast, the supports, are at least getting used. I like that. I think Anna needs like a spread needle. She shoots like three. <laughs> Spray and pray mass needles? No, maybe it's still like, you know, maybe they slow Someone... the, the, the rate of fire down a little bit, but she shoots like three bullets. So I think they... Nano boost could have multiple charges. That's they need to give her like a scatter arrow of some sort because we need more of those in the game. I think that that is... That's oh, yeah, a good her darts will bounce give... indefinitely. Yeah, her too. darts bounce around anywhere. Yeah, this is true Blizzard be... developer thinking. <laughs> <laughs> we'll find out once we get our scatter yeah. dragons for Hanzo. <laughs> It'll happen. Don't worry. All right. Well, yeah, I think that covers all the news for this week. We got a good two-hour show under the belt. It's good to be finally doing a show again, even though Josh is going to be in London next week. And yeah. uh, we'll figure it out, though. I mean, obviously, that's, that's priority, getting those esports events under the belt getting the exposure, the experience. And I'm, I'm super excited to hear that you're getting to go back. So that's, that's great, man. Uh, Unctious. Thanks for coming on, man. Shout outs. Um, shout out to your guitar. I have a Twitch stream. I haven't. Oh yeah. I was talking, people were, people were saying that I look like a hipster and I was like, you don't even know, like you don't even understand the situation. Like just how, how hipster we're going. (laughs) Like you cut the guitar out of the picture. Um, (laughs) No major shout-outs. Thanks, Jake, for having me on. You can see me on Tuesday nights on Ryuzilla's channel. You saw him in the chat earlier. Uh, I play Mafia usually every Tuesday. I, I've been off a couple weeks, but um, I have my own channel. I haven't been streaming. It's Life has been hectic and super, super busy. I got a lot going on, but you can follow me there or on Twitter. I'm at UnctiousSC. Um, stands for StarCraft. Soul but, Calibur. Uh, Soul, Soul, Soul Calibur. Calibur. I was originally a Soul Dead Calibur game. Uh, commentator. <laughs> but yeah, um, Thanks for having me on, man. I appreciate it. Yeah, thanks for coming on. Spo, the man without the mirror. All right. <laughs> yeah, mirrorless. It's, uh, feel naked without it. Um, uh, so you can follow me on uh, Twitter and YouTube at Team Spo, and I have my I post montages and bods and stuff there and other cool stuff. Um, and you can also find me on Twitch, although I don't stream Overwatch yet. On uh, at Spo TV. Yeah. Ooh, so, fancy. When I have, yeah, I get a new rig, which hopefully is soon, maybe. He, he did uh, say. Then it'll be yes. Very cool. In time. Good to hear. Time. Good to hear. Josh. Cool. Well, I want to ask Spo real quick. How's C Algae doing? Did you do you guys have a final roster yet? What what's what are you guys going to be playing in next we're, that we can watch? Uh, we're getting close. Um, the E League Regional will be the next thing. We'll be there. Sweet. Excellent. Next week, week, maybe I'll get to cast it. All right. Uh, My stuff is just Ask Joshi on Twitch and YouTube. I've been streaming every day that I'm actually home and not traveling. I've been streaming some Overwatch. Uh, Ranked play is gone right now, so I've just been like trying to entertain people with like goofy May games and probably play some Hanzo now that he's an absolute beast. But uh, custom games with like weird rule sets and stuff with viewers, I do that occasionally just to kill time, have some fun. So swing by once in a while. I do have a giveaway active right now. I'm going to put the link in the chat for you guys. It is a Razer Death Adder Chroma Overwatch mouse signed by the entire Cloud9 oh, uh, Overwatch you're doing team. That now. Yeah. 
yeah, so that one's that one's live now. That link is there in the chat if you're interested in winning that. Uh, essentially, all you've got to do is follow my Twitch and YouTube and stuff. So thanks very much again, everybody. It's been a while since we've been here on Town Hall Overwatch. Glad to be back, and I will be gone next week, but back the week after that, hopefully. So everything uh, should return to normal eventually one of these days. Hopefully. Unless we just, life... unless we just cast everything under the sun, which is also fine. We'll, we'll figure it out because <laughs> I know I'm going to PAX uh for sure so we'll we'll see as it all unfolds but regardless guys we'll keep you up to date next week we will be having a show one way or another we'll make that happen and we'll keep you guys updated on the town hall overwatch twitter be sure to follow that uh i don't know if you guys have heard about the crowdfunding we've been doing for our heroes tournament called bloodlust i'm doing a tournament next month um we're actually flying people in we're launching a new esports studio it's a it's a big project uh this is the birth of basically a new studio that will be producing esports events and there is an overwatch event in the pipeline i will go ahead and say that it's it's there's no date there's no there's no expectations yet it's just we're gonna make it happen and it'll be this year that's all i can tell you so just got, there's a lot of events so it's kind of hard to find a weekend <laughs> that's kind of the reason why there's no date but with that being said guys it's going to do it for us here on episode number 16 of town hall overwatch joshy spo and unctious it was wonderful and gg ggs thank you see you guys easy <laughs> gg easy <laughs> <laughs>